Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? In 1977, George Lucas formed a legacy. The Force is with me, and I am with the Force. Inspired by mythology, his saga has become a passion for many. Must be the Force around you. His legend has become our story. It's true. One of resistance. We are the spark that will light the fire that will burn the first order down. Rebellion. Rebellion is built on hope. And redemption. I am a Jedi, like my father before. This is Star Wars Reactions. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to Star Wars Reactions. We are here, got a great show planned. We are going to have some fun, uh, so let's not let's not delay. My name is Aaron Harris, and joining me is my co-host, the man with the most, the 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 Ferb to my Phineas, the David Motters. David, what's up, brother? Just uh, ready to react, talking to you, and uh, I really like that Phineas and Ferb uh, reference. I think we might be talking about those guys in a little bit, and. Uh, no, looking forward to uh, a random chatter episode with you, my friend. Yes, I am too. That's right. We, you, you did catch on, and to what David said, we did do. A, that was a Phineas and Ferb reference, and the only reason that came up is because we started randomly talking Phineas and Ferb before we started recording. <laughs> don't know why. Uh, don't even know really what brought it up, but we were we were talking Phineas and Ferb before we were recording, and it just it fit. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, we are doing a random chatter episode. This is volume four of our random chatter series. So if you go back through the last 76 episodes, uh, this is episode 77. Uh, you will find three other random chatter episodes uh, to go along with this one. And all that means is we don't have a topic. We're just going to float from subject to subject and just have a great chat. Uh, we got a few things written down that we wanted to to just uh, bounce off each other and, and and go from there. So we'll see what happens and uh, just enjoy enjoy the show. These are always always fun shows to do because you never know where you're going to go. That's right. That's right, man. I enjoy it. It, it. They've always been fun. Like you said, it's our fourth time doing this and. I was really pumped uh, when we talked the other day and you said, Hey, let's do a random chat. I'm like, let's do it, man. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's perfect. Perfect to do. So, so let's, let's go ahead and get things going. You know, um, news wise, there hasn't been a lot of news 
right now from Star Wars. Uh, it's been a little quiet. I mean, know we got the media event going on at Disney for the Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, several of my friends have been out there uh, with their podcast. They were invited to participate, and uh, it, I'm, I'm excited for them. I can't wait to hear what they thought uh, as they've experienced it uh, to get their 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 straight thoughts because you know there there have been some mixed reviews uh, about uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser Resort. Um, from from the cost to the experience in the cost and, and everything. So I'm interested to see. And they, they have had some interesting reveals. Apparently there's a a exclusive lightsaber you can buy only at the resort if you're staying there. So, you know, that's going to be a hot commodity. Um, I didn't once, know that. I didn't oh, know you hadn't seen that? that. No. Oh, well, yeah. That, I knew they had lightsaber training. Now that's out there and that's been discussed and they – They've, you know, talked about that being something that you do there during the two night stay. I didn't know that there was a, you know, because you and I tried out and looked at a lot of lightsabers at Doc Ondar's um, a Den of Antiquities uh, there at Galaxy's Edge. But I didn't know they had a, um, um, a, I guess, what is it, one specific one that is like you can buy on the Halcyon. Then, I yes, uh, I'm trying to pull it up so I could send it to you. Okay, uh, Galactic Cruiser lightsaber. Do, do, do. You were already randomly going off. On oh, I love it. I know it's there. It is right there. Okay. Um, All right. Let me pull this up. Do, do, do. I gotta let this load. It's not wanting to load. Okay. There it is. Okay. So is it, can you get any color blade or is it uh, kind of a. It, it's basically, it's a personalizable lightsaber. Uh, that's going to be, uh, you can, that you can basically personalize. Um, uh, the hilt will be person will be per what the, will per, I can't, I'm getting tongue twisted here. Personalizable, but you'll be able to personalize it. Um, uh, you could select a letter in Arabesh, uh, to add to the lightsaber hilt to help identify it for you. Oh, um, interesting. So it, it, it'll be interesting. It doesn't say whether you can, what color, if you can change the colors or anything like that. Apparently there's a video out of it, but the picture in and of itself is, it's quite nice. It comes with that same hard box that you would get with like the legacy sabers at uh, Doc Ondar's. Um, okay. But the one they have picture, it's I, that's a nice hilt. Okay. Um, it doesn't say price or anything from what I could see. Uh, it's probably like I said, it's going to be exclusive to there to the resort. So unless you're staying at the resort you won't be able to get your hands on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to pool our money, Aaron, and somehow get in and buy us some lightsabers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. If I pulled my money to stay at a resort, to pay that much to stay at a resort for two nights, I'd have marital issues. I was going to say, I know. Um, yeah, that's, it's, uh, 
six thousand for a family of four. That's what you have. That's what yeah. I have. Um, yeah. That, that just would not, not not to mention the fact that even if I did pay that much for two nights for my family of four, I would be the only member of the family of four that would enjoy it. Well, right. Because <laughs> because right. my 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 family doesn't uh, share my love of uh, a certain saga created by a certain George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think my son and daughter would, I don't know that my wife would, um, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, um, no, that's, yeah, that's, I did not know that about that. I, you know, I've been trying to watch some of the videos and, um, saw one with Scott Trowbridge today that, uh, Kristen Baver had, you know, uh, commented on and just kind of looking at what they're trying to do there. And, you know, you're kind of getting clips and you can kind of see some lightsaber training and it looks like you can be up on the, the bridge of the, of the starship, the Halcyon and, uh, and so on. But, uh, yeah, just trying to get a feel for it. I saw a video with Matt Martin the other day. He was there. And, uh, so yeah, I guess you'll never really get the full feel until you're there, but, uh, um, you know, I, you know, you hope it, I, you know, I want it to do well. I want, like I said, right. Am I cheering against star Wars? No. Uh, I hope it's a really neat experience. It'd be great if the price comes down in time. If able a lot. I, if it came down a lot, a lot, you know, um, yeah, I've got an 18 year old who's going to college here in the fall and, uh, a daughter still in high school. And so, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I want to keep my marriage together right now. But, <laughs> um, but uh, no, you know, you want it to do well and you want it to be cool. And and I want Star Wars stuff to 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 be successful and enjoyable. And, and I, you know, obviously had the good fortune of being at Galaxy's Edge with you and really enjoyed it. Loved being there with you and want to be there again and uh, hang out and, and stuff like that. And, you know. Uh, maybe in time, you know, maybe it would, maybe it won't, maybe it won't come down. Maybe that's, you know, sometimes those things happen. Right. Yeah. But, uh, at least, you know, I've been there with you. I've seen pretty much everything there. I, I think the one thing I'd love to do is, is ride rise of the resistance with you there. Uh, that's something I would really like to do. I would really like to get on that ride. That's right. I still have not been on it. Yeah. My sister a- who hates star Wars has been on it. Oh, that was but it paid off in the long run because now my niece is hooked on star wars so oh. it's, it's it was worth the sacrifice yeah. but <laughs> well if if people haven't listened go back a few episodes and listen to aaron's story about that it is just great uh talk about the force working for aaron ultimately <laughs> that was that's really good stuff yes the force moves in mysterious ways yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, and you know what else too? Talking about kind of like news and the Halcyon, couple things, and maybe kind of to keep the random chatter kind of flowing through here is um, we know that the Luminous Five were there along with Michael Seglane. They had a High Republic writers meeting uh, or writer summit, and you know, and Kevin Scott was doing some Instagram posts and tweeting. So was Daniel Jose Older, um, Charles Soule, right? Yeah. Um, Justina Ireland and of course Claudia Gray. It was neat to see those pictures. Neat to see them. They were different places. Uh, kind of before the media got there, it looked like they were at Epcot and uh, looked like they were in the new restaurant space. Um, yep. 
that's there at Epcot. Um, you know, I was thinking about that. Um, they had a, what is it? Uh, what is it? The bounty, the uh, uh, collect the bounty or whatever that was on StarWars.com. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, for the book, for the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Or for, yeah. for Yoda, Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah, the, it promoted it right, and one of them was a you know you could win um, a a trip to Galaxy's Edge. You had to be able to travel, you know, this month. It was earlier this month, and and I remember they announced the winner um, at the beginning of one of the High Republic shows with Christina Ariel, and and it was some a woman from Texas won it and uh, had a trip. I haven't heard anything about it. Didn't hear any of the writers talk about it. But that person was able to go to a two-night stay on the Star Cruiser and um, also have a meeting with uh, uh, all five of them. I would have loved to have sat down and talked with with all five of those authors. I, I'm, I've really enjoyed what they've done so far. But, um, um, but that was occurring there as well. So those writers were there. Gosh, I, I wish I was walking around Epcot or knew what days they were at different, you know, um, um parks and stuff like that to run into them say hi get a picture with them and stuff like that but uh i don't know i don't know that a lot of people walking around knew who they were you know um tons of people are at epcot you and i've been there and magic kingdom all that and you know unless you really have an eye for them you know um uh, you might not know that and plus they kind of posted stuff after they're there you know like charles Mm -hmm. you know they were at Epcot the next day he posted it. Well, they're not there at Epcot that day, you know, so that's probably smart to do that. But uh, that would have been cool to do, man, to see those guys walking around. Um, but uh, but they were there, and I'm sure they got to go on the Galactic Star Cruiser as well. Um, but uh, I guess it was a big writer's summit to plan more of uh, the High Republic. And uh, are you, well, that was one of our talking points I put in there. Yeah. You, done any uh reading in that i mean we talked a little bit about it uh briefly in some other episodes but i am currently reading the fallen star uh yeah so I, i'm at about halfway through that uh nice. which is just which has been awesome Ooh. um the midnight horizon is queued up next uh yeah. but i i've i tell you these, these stories have just been so good it's it's i i you know there have been you know there there are some stories you get into and you know i understand these stories aren't for everybody that's just the way it is some people aren't like them some people don't but these actually there's every single one of these i have i have read or in my case listened to uh through audible it's been these have been stories i've turned on and i haven't been able i haven't wanted to turn them off they have just gone so well and they're so well written there they draw me they're drawing in and it's just been yeah it's, it, it's been an experience truly it's been an experience and the way these stories all intertwine and they are so continuous and flowing and it doesn't it, it, and i love the fact that Honestly, these don't feel like they've been written by different authors. It is pretty wild how they've been able to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think, and you and I have talked a bit about persons who read a lot of the uh, what's considered legends now, you know, the EU back in the day and how um, 
I saw some people say, well, why are we doing High Republic? I mean, don't we have, you know, Knightsville Republic? And don't we have characters back at that time? And, and I get that, you know, and I, I know for me, you know, I, I did start with Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule last year um, and, and did the um, young adult and the middle grade novel. And then in the summer last year did uh, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott which like you said, I've done all these. Oh, so good. Oh man, the guy's just killing me. Oh my gosh. uh, Right. And, and so enjoyed that. And then I did the middle grade novel and the, you know, uh, a young reader one. And then this one I did, I did fall in star in January. It's kind of hard. I, my son was finishing up his basketball season. So, uh, but like Aaron said, I, I didn't want to turn it off when I was listening. Cause you know, I, I, I love Charles. Soule. I love Kevin Scott's work. And then Claudia Gray on fallen star. I mean, she had me riveted. I did finish it uh, right at the, uh, did I finish it? End of January, beginning of February. Um, because then I jumped into Justina Ireland's uh, young reader, the um, mission to disaster. Okay. And, and it was pretty good. You know, she, she had done the test of courage featuring, you know, Vernestra Rowe and Emery Quinteros. And uh, and I was struggling with this one a little bit, but it really finished strong and I enjoyed it. Uh, and then, like you were mentioning, uh, Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older, I am uh, halfway through that as of last night and um, and getting a kick out of it. I, I, um, I also have done the comics. Um, so that has been an interesting thing as well because... It's interesting. There's been the two main comic series, as you know, Aaron, the mm-hmm. Marvel High Republic by Kevin Scott and then the High Republic Adventures by Daniel Jose Older. And it's interesting to read the comics when they come out, when the these novels, these books have come out and how, just like you said, they've tied together. And then I, I get visuals, you know, uh, of of different uh things in different books and stuff like that. And uh, so I I think about the job that they've done. This is where Robert, I think his name is Robert Simpson. He's the senior editor there. I've seen him on the Star Wars show before Mm -hmm. and some stuff with Kristen Baber. But he, I I tell you, him and some of these other people have really done a really nice job. Um, There's, talking about the Halcyon, there's the Halcyon Legacy uh, comic that is just starting right now, five-issue run. Yeah. Kind of given the history of right the Galactic Star Cruiser right throughout yeah. time, and uh, there was Trail of Shadows, which just wrapped up by Daniel Jose Older. That was pretty interesting. And the the uh, yesterday the last Star Wars Adventures uh, High Republic Adventures because IDW lost the license um, that wrapped up. But I think Daniel Jose Older he'll keep those characters from the High Republic going. Perhaps with Dark Horse, it sounds like. Um, yeah. But uh, but there's going to be a bit of a break here, you know, with these books here, right, buddy? Um, I know the comic. Uh, I think it's next week. The two-part Charles Soul Eye of the Storm uh, comics, which tells the story of Mark Mark Marciano. Yeah. Um, that'll wrap, and even Michael Seglane, the kind of the guy behind all this said I would finish with that. And then it's not until the fall that they'll start up High Republic stuff again. So I, it's actually kind of a good break. I need a bit of a break. I've, I've really devoured a lot of this material. 
but um and then of course you in previous uh, episodes have talked about books that are coming out so they're going to kind of really focus on obi-wan here coming out mm-hmm. um in the comic series and book and stuff like that so. yeah the, the the break is definitely needed because they're they want to focus in on on the kenobi show coming up so and they got the five-part comic series coming out in may uh the book oh there's two kenobi books coming out the first one is in may um and and it, these are going to be i'm so looking forward to these books i mean you're talking next to chopper you're talking my favorite character in star wars yeah in yeah. obi-wan kenobi so it this is this is going to be a ex, I'm going to be so enthralled <laughs> through these yeah. through through this series you know start starting in May through uh, through the through its run I've already I've already talked to my comic book guy and I've been like when when you get the list and you start writing down age my name better be at the top of that list or else we're gonna have words. Yeah. I want yeah. these five Kenobi books. Yeah. Yeah. Issues. No. Yeah. The five. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, you in the news, uh, I don't know how many episodes back talked about the Kenobi books and I, I think it'd be a nice change. I'll do those on audible, those Kenobi books and, um, and just have a bit of a break from the high Republic. It's been a lot of, it's been a big buy-in and even the authors have talked about it. Michael Seguin as well. It's been a big buy-in. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have enjoyed it. Um, and like you said, I've, I've, I enjoy the characters. And for me, I, this is just me speaking. I've really enjoyed the, the Marvel comic, the High Republic Adventures comic, some of the offshoots. The only thing I didn't like that mm-hmm. I thought was really poorly done was the uh, Monster of Temple Peak. That, that was that originally a graphic novel, broke it into, what, four or five individual comics. And it just, uh, Jeff McGee and... Um, uh, Matt, uh, what's Matt's letter? Uh, oh, girl scribe. Why am I blocking on Matt's name from uh, Star Wars Splash Page? Our, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Moore. Yeah, Matt Moore. Forgive me. Yeah, Matt and and Jeff. I was I was just thinking of it. I, all I could see was his uh yeah. his Twitter Twitter yes. name. His handle. Yeah, it, it, I'm his like that's not right. The girl right, scribe. Girl, yeah, girl scribe. Yeah, and uh, you know I do listen to them and their coverage of the. The High Republic comics, um, and uh, why did I get on them? Not talk about random chatter, uh, <laughs> but uh, oh gosh, what were we talking about? Um, I just lost it. I guess yeah. I don't know if we we're talking about High Republic comics, and they've covered them, and I've listened to them for the whole thing. They do a nice job with it. Uh, what was? Uh, well, it'll come back to me. It's all right. I guess a senior moment, but uh, um, uh, but yeah, no, I. I, you know, those guys do a great job. Our former brothers over at Coffee with Kenobi, they were comics with Kenobi. But, um, but no, I, 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 uh, I really enjoyed this. Oh, I know why. I just, it just came back to me. I got it. They, they did a, a review and they just did not understand why they split the, the monster of Temple Peak into four. You could, it was just wonky. But that was really the only thing that wasn't that good. I even enjoyed the Edge of Balance. Uh, which was a manga. Another one's coming out, I think, in May. Okay. Uh, this one was done, Justina Ireland and another author, but this, I think, will be 
uh, volume two and will be uh, Daniel Jose Older and someone else. Um, but uh, that was pretty cool as well. A little bit different uh, style for me. But I've really, I personally have really enjoyed The High Republic and have liked the characters and, and so on. But uh, I do, like you said, buddy, I understand that it's not, you know, everyone's cup of tea and that's, you know, that's fine. Yeah, uh, definitely. It's not. And it's, but, but it is, it is good. If you can get into it and read them, I mean, you will enjoy it. Um, it, I love so, so the highlight of my reading the last year, last year was reading, uh, these high Republic books. Um, they, they've just been so good. Uh, and, and just to, just to note, uh, the facts that the two Kenobi books are coming out on May 10th, which is brotherhood, which is the Anakin and Obi-Wan, uh, story from the clone wars. Okay. And then Padawan by, and, uh, brotherhoods by Michael Chen. Um, Mike, yeah, Mike Chen. Then uh, the other one, Padawan by Kirsten White, talks about when he was Obi-Wan as a Padawan. Mm. Comes out July 26th, all of this year. And there's a third coming out June 7th, Stories of Jedi and Sith, which is basically a short story book, kind of like the... um, uh, what it... I just blanked on the name. The oh, with with what? Uh, the name from a certain point of view. I was looking on my bookshelf trying to find it. Oh, from a certain oh, point of view, how they oh. have those short stories. Oh, definitely yes. That it's going to be like the certain point of view, but it's going to be short stories talking about Jedi oh, and Sith, and okay. there there is going to be one about Obi Wan in there. Uh, Vader, Luke, Obi, Asajj, and more. So that's coming out in June 7th. And all three of those come out this year. So, yeah, yeah, it's not a surprise that they're kind of putting the uh, High Republic on a a brief hiatus to promote not only these books and the Obi-Wan comics, but all of those in regard to promoting the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which is going to be hitting Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I heard some other people talking about how, when you think about the Mandalorian and you think about the book of Boba Fett, but when you think about Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ewan McGregor, I mean, he, he is big time, a list actor and, um, Bigger than anybody in Book of Boba Fett, bigger than anybody mm-hmm. in The Mandalorian, right? I mean, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, he just is, and you know, so this is this is the here's the swinging for the fences. This is big time, and, oh, yeah. And again, I'm rooting for it. I hope it goes well. And and uh, I guess we're have we been told is it six episodes? Uh, I, I, we haven't gotten any confirmation on that. Okay. So, but yes, I, I've heard it's six is what I'm hearing, but that none of that's official. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but funny story about Ewan McGregor. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but he did an interview, uh, several years ago 
uh, with a, a British talk show on a British talk show. And he's talking about how he was asked about people recognizing him as Obi-Wan. Oh. And he goes, because he, he, at the time he didn't have his beard. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, yeah, it still happens, believe it or not. And he goes, he goes, I was driving us because a couple weeks ago I was driving and I was some kid, punk kid just came flying by me, cut me off and was flying down the road. And he goes, and I, he goes, I got mad. <laughs> and he's like, he get up there and I rolled down the window and I'm yelling at him. And all of a sudden I see the kid's face just drop and it hit me. He realizes I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Losing his cool. <laughs> <laughs> he goes and the kid was like also goes you're obi-wan kenobi he goes how you doing and i drove off uh, <laughs> imagine being a red light being yelled at by you and mcgregor oh, <laughs> be like obi-wan uh, obi-wan shoot me out <laughs> i feel like anakin <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh lord but yes that's that's good that's good I um yeah I'm I'm looking forward to to this and seeing what what this looks like. Do they stay on planet Tatooine? Do they go elsewhere? I think they I think they will. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean he's incredible. I gosh, I mean I'd, I'd love to meet some of these people. But uh, um, one I don't day, know. who knows? Yeah. One day, who knows what's in the cards? Always oh, in motion, the future is. That's right. That's right. Can you imagine meeting George, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, some of these people. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that would be. I I, I came close to meeting Mark. I came so close. Yeah. When he was at when he was at Star Wars weekends. Oh yeah. Because yeah. we, I, I've I've told you that story, haven't I? When we was were trying to. He was he was signing. Um, he wasn't supposed to be signing. He wasn't. Right. He was. He was specifically told no signing. We're not doing any signings. And I was with uh, a family that I had met during Star Wars weekends, and um, it was it was Cody, his wife, and and their daughter, um, and we had been hanging out. And he he's like I. And he's he's good at getting autographs from people who normally don't. You know, he goes sporting events and stuff. He knows where to go, how to do it. He's he's like, stick with me, we'll get Mark. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and we they did the the parade, the car parade, the motorcade. Yes. Up the yes. road, up down the main street drag. They got to where the hat used to be. Yep. And uh, where the stage was set up, they did the stage show. And when he was coming off the stage, he had his daughter right up front, little Izzy, right up front, holding a copy of Return of the Jedi. And he's coming off stage and he's waving, he's waving. And she just starts garling, Mark, Mark. And everybody's yelling, but somehow she caught his eye. And you could see his heart just drop. All right. Because instead of going to the car, he starts walking toward her. Yeah. And he's just talking. And you could tell he's talking to her. Yeah. 
And he's like, Oh, darling. Hi, hi, how you doing? You know, I'm not, we're not supposed to be done. They don't want me signing anything. I'm not supposed to be signing anything. They don't want me. And you could see him coming and he was going to do it. Right. You right. could see it happening. And, and Cody reaches over and kind of taps me on the arm. He's like, get ready, get ready. And he's coming over and we're getting there and she's just talking to him and he's talking back. And then all of a sudden out of the blue Disney cast member steps between her and him and kind of pushes him off toward the car. <laughs> and I've you're seen like, video of that. Oh. Yes. We were like, are you yeah. kidding? We were so yeah. close. So yeah. Close. Yeah. I remember how cool it was that he came there and I remember uh, James Arnold Taylor interviewing him. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that was a great show. That was, yeah. That yeah. was a fan. I still, I, I think I probably still have the audio from that somewhere. Okay. Cause I, I did a lot of, cause back during star Wars weekends, it was before I started podcasting, I was covering, covering, uh, yeah. for, for start yep. for for Dan over at Coffee with Kenobi, I was covering Star Wars Weekends, and I got audio from a lot of those shows, and I got it somewhere. Yeah, probably still in my Dropbox. Um, but yeah, those were fantastic shows. Oh my lord! He had they, a lot of good interviews, and and that was something that you know. Again, we talk about California getting lots of stuff. Um, only Hollywood Studios got that. You know, James Arnold Taylor flew from California to Florida and did that every summer and uh, did it for sometimes four, sometimes five. It went to five weekends at one point. Oh, yeah. That nearly killed me. Oh, it was. Oh, my oh, gosh. It was a lot. It was a lot. And you, wa you didn't want to miss any of it. And I, you know, like you said, you and I have told the stories of, um, you know, meeting um, Ashley Eckstein and meeting you know, um, Vanessa Marshall, all these, mm -hmm. you know, voice actors and actors. It really was something special uh, that really got us close to a lot of these people. I, I remember one time around Echo Lake there. That's where if people have ever seen, been to Hollywood Studios or uh, I've seen pictures, there's that dinosaur. In fact, uh, yeah. Kevin Scott, right? And, and I think uh, Charles Soule took a picture of the dinosaur there in Echo Lake, but they used to have, uh, and, 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 and I've obviously, you know, I've seen pictures of you, Aaron, and I've been there as well, getting autographs where they had set up the actors and actresses around Echo Lake. Um, and sometimes those people were just actors and actresses were just sweating so bad because it's really hot in May in Florida here. And uh, I remember one time, you know, I was standing, it was, it was one of those years where I stood there and I'm like, you know, five feet from uh, John Ratzenberger. I'm just, you know, I wasn't in line, but you could walk by, I could see him and, and just heard him talking, you know, to people. And, and that mm -hmm. was really cool. Another, uh, it was the same, maybe the same, that same year, uh, Billy D. Williams, just standing right there uh, doing pictures and autographs and seeing him up close. Um, that was great, you know. Um, but eventually, uh, they moved that inside where it was air conditioned, not only to help the actors and actresses, but uh, definitely helped uh, me and my kids when we were trying to get autographs to get in some air conditioning. But oh, yeah. uh, lots of lots of great memories of getting up really close to 
a lot of these, like I said, actors and actresses and seeing them and meeting them. And, you know, that I feel, you know, that that was such a neat time. And I, again, I don't know if they'll ever do that again. Um, I think it's going to be more. Well, unfortunately, I, you know, I don't know, you got the Galactic Star Cruiser. That's quite a Star Wars experience. But you're not unless they, I don't know. Do they morph it in time? Do they bring Star Wars actors and actresses, you know, to the Galactic Star Cruise. I don't know. I don't know that that would happen, but uh, I don't know. Only time will tell. But, you know, you and I, I got to meet you through that, too. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, that was so neat to be able to do that. And, um, you know, so very thankful for Star Wars weekends being here on the East Coast. And lots of great memories. That's a lot of good random chatter right there. Yeah. Uh, see, Star Wars weekends was was incredible if some of my fondest memories of being a star wars fan are because of star wars weekends um because not only is that what brought me back into the fandom after being kind of off on the side doing other things that's what really rekindled my passion for star wars but it also it also introduced me to you it gave me experiences that i never knew were possible um as in meeting people as in um getting involved in in podcasting it, all of that was a direct result of star wars weekends and you were talking about the spot around echo lake my favorite spot was outside of the backlot express restaurant between just out the side door between there and the bunker next to star tours right that was my favorite spot. I got to see so many people right there because oh, yeah. after the motorcade, that's where the celebrities would come out to go to the green room. Right. Uh, I had, I had conversations with, um, Vanessa Marshall there. Um, I had, I, I literally walked into, cause I wasn't paying attention. I would literally walked into Ian McDermott. Yeah. Yeah. And and just near walked right into the emperor, not even realizing what I was doing because I was, you know, I, I had my I had the recorder and I was recording some just background dialogue. Uh, yeah. yeah, and just walked right into Ian McDermott and was like, oh, oh, and he was like, oh, my bad. I'm like, <laughs> well, me too. And then I was I did double take was like, oh dear lord, uh, could have hit you with lightning. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a great great conversation with um ray park there too mm, in mm. that corner and, and james arnold taylor there as well um yeah. i mean there's just so much there were so many people that would just walk through that and it was just so much fun to be in in star wars and just totally engulfed because you I mean literally you would get to the park and as you're approaching the main gate all you would hear is star wars music Right. And everywhere you went in the park was nothing but Star Wars music. Oh, it was, it was just, yeah. I mean, from, if you wanted autographs, you know, did that, uh, the motorcade. So cool to see that you could go see James Arnold Taylor interview Star Wars celebrities. You could see him do his Obi-Wan and beyond show where he does over 200 different voices. Um, they had the hyperspace hoopla, you know, we've talked about that. Um, there was just, you know, so many things that you could do 
you know, related to that over that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, weekend or those three days in essence, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, uh, it was cool. I tried to get there at least one of the three days, you know, for each of those weekends as best you could. And, uh, yeah. and it was just morning till night. It was just great. Um, you know, the spot that Aaron's talking about right there, you know, there's a stage there where they do the, the Jedi Padawan training right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the lightsaber training, it's right near the entrance to star tours, like Aaron mentioned. And, um, you know, had my daughter do that there and videotaped her, you know, with a lightsaber and battling at that time, it was the, you know, Vader was always up on the main stage and the seventh sister came out, you know, and, uh, from rebels and, uh, so just, just, yeah, we, we pretty much tried. I think we pretty much did everything. Um, I don't know if I said this, maybe I said it before on, a, on an episode a long time ago. Um, one day, uh, when I was able to get wristbands for Eli and Lena, they were able to be on stage and do the show, uh, with Ray Park up, you know, um, there oh, were, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny because James Arnold Taylor was talking about his, his daughter just turning 17. And I've got a picture of Eli and Lena on stage. I think eight, Eli would be eight. His daughter would be seven because Eli's 18 now. His daughter is um, 17 now. And, uh, um, you know, and, and just I remember that day because it was like the, the Star Wars um I don't know, universe and force aligned because not only uh, was Eli and Lena able to be on stage um, on that show, because I'd been there several times and seen Ray Park. It was called A Visit to the Mall, M-A-U-L, right? Mm -hmm. And Ray would have people up on stage, the kids, and they would all get um, lightsabers. And I remember uh, the following year, they didn't, you know, they handed all the lightsabers back in. But the year that my son and daughter did it, they got to keep them. And um, yeah, and and I remember waiting in line for that show. And my wife came back and she had Lena, Lena was small enough in her arms that a Disney cast member had come up to my wife and saw Lena. Lena had a little small Chewbacca uh, stuffed animal uh, that we had gotten her there at Star Wars weekends. Uh, from probably the previous week or previous year and the cast member saw it and says, Hey, you know, do you want to be in the parade? And my wife's like, yeah. So, so, um, so again, I had Eli with me. We were waiting in line. My wife had Lena. And so the, she gave my wife two wristbands. And so I remember, um, taking Eli and Lena backstage to do the motorcade, to do the parade, wow. you know, and I, you're right. And we're walking through this one gate. It's a, an area back by, um, how do I describe it? Where uh, Indiana Jones stunt spectacular is. It's a yeah. way where you would cut back through some different gates and get to, to the back lot. Yeah. It's back there. Especially the, the park the, back lot. Yeah, so it would be where they start the motorcade in there. So we're walking through there, and um, and I I have Lena in my arm, and I have Eli with me, and, and my wife was going to stand on the side uh, of the parade just to take pictures of us, you know, walking by. 
So I'm just, like I said, I lean in my hand and she's scared because she sees, I think I might have said this to you, the Kid Fisto's there and okay. he's got, he's all dressed. He's got the big eyes and it kind of scared Lena. And uh, so I was holding, I said, it's okay. Kid Fisto's a good guy. He's a Jedi. And then all of a sudden Ashley Eckstein walks by and waves and says, hello to Lena and Eli. And I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is years ago when Ashley was just starting to do, you know, Ahsoka and all that. And, uh, and then we get in line with other parents and Eli was given a robe. They asked Lena, do you want one? She's like, she shook her head. No, she was a little scared. So I held her the entire time we walked, but saw James get in his car, James Arnold Taylor saw Ashley. I'm trying to remember who the guests were that, that James interviewed. They go through that thing as well. <laughs> but, uh, it was just great. And of course, you know, 501st members are there, right. With all of their, equipment they've got their bins open they get they're getting their 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 gear on to walk yeah. oh my gosh and then we ended right where aaron said right over by the backlot express restaurant it's right near star tours it just and it ends right through a gate there and we just kind of stopped there but uh that was like i just it was unbelievable um one of the best star wars weekends uh, ever had. I think that is now that's 10 years ago, right? 2012, I believe, because I know it ended in 15. So, yeah, because Eli was eight and Lena was seven, or forgive me, five, five, because eight and five. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, not only on stage with Ray Park and James Arnold Taylor, but uh, going through the parade with Ashley Eckstein and all the characters. Yeah, that was that was like Star Wars. It was unbelievable, dude. Star Wars Nirvana. Oh, it truly was. It was insane right. the amount of, of the saga they had incorporated in there. And the care, I mean, you don't go to play Disney and just see characters walking around like that anymore. No. You just don't. And they had people walking around everywhere dressed up like, I mean, I, there, I saw Boba Fett walking around. There was a spot where Vader was at all the time. There was Jedi walking around. Stormtroopers were everywhere. It was awesome. Yeah. It was un, un, oh. unmatchable. Unmatchable. So, yeah. And I, like I said, I just. You know, and I have so many more stories, you know, and, and I kind of want to share uh, some more next week uh, related to Rebels. And we've talked about some of those before, um, but uh, the Rebels voice actors and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, so many years doing that. Um, and um, and honestly, I wish I would have done so many more years. Mm -hmm. um, but just just incredible what that was and uh and let me say this park admission covered all of it yes you you know when i i remember the morning four in the morning uh meeting aaron we were hey wait are you in line i'm in line are you in line and you know, we're, we're outside of uh, Hollywood Studios at, like I said, you know, four, four in the morning, 4.35. And, that and was on a good in. day. That was right. Yeah. On a good day. Right. And here's Man, the work. Davis, I was there at 2 a.m. Yes. Yes. I mean, sometimes, yeah, for Ray Park or Jeremy Bullock. Sometimes I, I remember seeing the line and you're like, nope, that's not going to work. There's no way you're going to get the autograph. But certain lines you could look at and and 
And I'll say this, you know, when Aaron and I were in line many of those mornings, guess what? They didn't charge an extra fee for those autographs. Nope. Now you had to get there early, but first come, first serve. First come, first serve. And but you had to have a park ticket because Aaron and I had that. But that wasn't an extra charge. Going to see uh, James Arnold Taylor's show was not an extra charge. It's all there. It's all yep. there. Motorcade and uh, uh, same thing with the, the the Jedi training, the lightsaber training. Just first come, first serve, and, uh, and that's that's fair. That's Americana, man. You know, yep. and you know. So again, I you know, be like, all right, back in my day, you know, they did Star Wars, right? You know. <laughs> But, you know, I feel like, you know, just, you know, back, you know, five years ago was great. Now everything's super expensive. But, uh, <laughs> the, right, Aaron and I are telling you the truth. The park took everything we're saying. None of it was yeah. was extra. No upcharge. It's just first come, first serve. And same thing for James's show. If you got there early in Wayland, you got in, got good seats, and you could see everybody up close. I remember, you know, sitting right behind Daniel Logan. Um one time, you know, him and some of the people with him, um, you know, just seeing all these people up close. Um, it was just a special time. And I, it's fun to talk with you about it. And and like you said, it, it really brought podcasting this, meeting you, meeting Dan Zier, um through it and uh, and really developing a lot of a lot of friendships along the way. But it was really cool to just be sitting in the, the crowd with star wars fans there at the premier theater which is of course now gone but um oh, i don't know yeah. i guess maybe rise of the resistance is sitting on top of where that was if i can visualize it properly um i kind of have a visual of what you know when i'm inside of galaxy's edge i can kind of visualize what it was beforehand because uh, you know aaron and i have been there enough um but yeah no i'm so glad galaxy's edge is there now but uh I do miss Star Wars weekends. I think we all do. Yeah. We all do. And, and of course, as David slightly alluded to, uh, next week, our episodes for episode 78, uh, we are going to be talking exclusively about Star Wars Rebels because uh, it will be re- this, that episode will be released uh, for Star Wars Remember, not Star Wars Rebels Remembered yeah. Day, which is March 5th, which is a Saturday. We'll release ours, of course, on the 4th, the day before. Um, but it will be a part of that Rebels uh, Remembered anniversary day and um it's going to be great i got we it's going to be fun matter of fact all the stuff that we normally do on social media the the moons and more monday the the trading card tuesday and and everything it's that week is all going to be rebels based um i i got it's all ready to go i i'm so excited because we're covering spending a week on literally my favorite part of the saga so my favorite series with rebels so all right um yeah let's let's go ahead and just start wrapping things up here david because we've gone had a great great random chatter episode and everything uh any final comments or anything before we go and uh close things out uh, no, I think, I think that's it. I, I really like what we, what we covered there. It just got really, you know, random and went around and talked about high Republic and, 
got over to Star Wars Weekends. Of course, you helped me know, and I and I just looked at it here. It finally came through the picture of that uh, exclusive lightsaber. Oh my gosh, it's cool looking. <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it? Oh my goodness! So thank you for sending that over. Um, but no, I just I love just doing a a, a a a random chatter with you, my friend. It's always fun. Yes, it is. It always is. Um, and do you have a psychology corner for us tonight? Oh, I do, my friend. All um, right, well, take it away. Okay. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I know. I'm already jumping in. You got to forgive me, brother. Um, so, yeah, I mean, over the last several weeks, I have been, I, I like doing a series of things. And I really did uh, like doing this, the stages of change theory. Um, you know, over the last several uh weeks i've been talking about it and the whole premise behind it is february obviously uh but i'd wanted to do this you know in january and in february here uh, because of you know americans tendency to do new year's eve resolutions and and seeing that december 31st to january 1st is, is this kind of symbolic change you know it's like a new year um a new start all that and I just thought I would, you know, again, try to make our listeners good psychologists uh, with this subject and sharing and talking about the stages of change theory. And I have always uh, appreciated this theory because when people have come into my office, uh, one of the things that's interesting is, you know, are, are they going to, are they ready to change? They can come in and talk to me. They can go in and talk to any man or woman who's a psychologist or social worker or any type of therapist, but if they're not in the right uh, stage of change, then, you know, it's not going to happen. So for example, um, I have mentioned pre-contemplation stage. This is where uh, change is not wanted, needed. They're not thinking about it. And they even say, I don't need to change. Well, there's no reason to set a second appointment with me. Really, there's none. Um, uh, we we want to see them further along. Uh, once you get to contemplation, that's the second stage. That's where I might change. This is where we can start talking about doing some therapy, but um, that's still not going to do it. Okay, but at least you know you can figure out if they're there. Sometimes they're there because their spouse wants them there, mom or dad want them there, and they might say, "Yeah, I might change," but they're in the contemplation stage. Um, where you really want to kind of get going is where, when a person is in the preparation change, this is where, and I've said this in previous episodes, the person says, I will change really, I will. And they are actually becoming committed to changing their behavior. It's when you really can start to get working. Last week I talked about, uh, stage four, which is action. This is where the person says I have started to change. And typically what happens here is that um, they have been in the change process for about six months, at least six months. And we start to see it getting locked in a new behavior pattern is forming. Um, the fifth stage that I want to talk about tonight is maintenance. Okay. Now this is where the person says I have changed. Okay. And what we see is that, uh, the, the pattern of behavior has been, uh, for anywhere from six months or more, up to a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. It really is the case that 
the behavior has been sustained for a reasonable amount of time. It's, it is part of their lifestyle now. Um, and so one of the things we're looking at there is can the person maintain, you know, the change in various settings. For example, over the last couple of weeks, I've talked about, you know, a person, you know, eating, uh, well, working out more consistently, eating better, and so on. In this stage, what we see in maintenance stage is that even if the person, say, for example, changes, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, I know Aaron has too, where, you know, they're eating well, they're working out when they're at home, but if they uh, travel someplace for a weekend, it really throws it off. They don't work out in the morning. If there's a place to work out, they're not eating properly, so on. But in the maintenance stage, you tend to see those persons whether they're gone for a week, which is fine, again, if they travel to another state or somewhere within the state that they live, they're still working out, not as maybe as good as they would at home or eating as well, but generally they're sticking with it. And so you can see the maintenance of that behavior change across multiple situations, multiple settings. That's when you can really know that the person is in the maintenance stage of change and uh, that's where we want people to get to. And so um, so there we go. Um, there is one more stage, and I will cover that next week uh, when we do talk about rebels. And, uh, and then I'll just do an overall summary of these six stages and uh, put a capper on it. And then, you know, find something else to talk about from a psychological perspective for our listeners. And... Uh, uh, so there you go, my brother. Very good. Very good. And if somebody wants to ask you a question about the stages or just talk about Star Wars in general, how would they go about doing that, my friend? Oh, yeah. Uh, three places. Uh, one is Twitter. That's at David underscore Modders, M-O-D-D-E-R-S. There's Instagram. Just look up my name, David Modders. And the other one is email. If someone wants to... Uh, do a longer form kind of uh, question or comment or whatever. That is David at StarWarsReactions.com. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And of course, if you want to talk Star Wars with me, you can always do that on Twitter at TAHarris121079. Or of course, email me, Aaron, at StarWarsReactions.com. Of course, if you want to take comments on anything that we've talked about today during our random chatter uh, chat, you can, of course, uh, hit us up on any of our social media accounts, uh, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest at t- uh, at SW Reactions, or of course on Twitter at SW Reactions Pod. Uh, let us know what you think and just uh, ask questions. We're happy to answer them for you. And of course, David, you know what that means. I, I'm ready. It is time to go with our Star Wars dad joke of the week. <laughs> so this one I'm going to have a little fun with. You ready, my friend? I am ready, my friend. What did Yoda say to the boy who entered his bakery and ordered a pie? I don't know. What did Yoda say to the boy who entered his bakery and ordered a pie? Dough or donut. There is no pie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
that is a or donut. There is no pie. <laughs> of course, it makes you wonder if Yoda, being he owned a bakery, if Oda, y- Yoda had, you know, the little munchkin bites. <laughs> yeah, shaped like baby Yoda. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah little ears, you know. Oh, oh that one that was kind of that was a good play on words dough or dough not there is no pie. pie that is good that is good that's, uh, that's, that's fun that's yes. fun all right buddy it's been a blast absolutely buddy it has been and you know everybody we're going to end this uh like we always do you know we, we we're thinking about y'all we're praying for y'all we, we appreciate each and every one of you and we know right now things are crazy in the world and they've gotten a little bit crazier with what's what's going on with uh ukraine russia and, and the uncertainty of what's going on with the world but you know something popped up in my feed today and I, I wanted to share it with you guys just to end the show out because um, I know things things are look very uncertain and I know I've seen a lot of people commenting that they're not sure what's happening not sure what to think not sure what to do and there's a lot of hopelessness and everything uh, going on with how dark the future seems um, but the you know every morning we've for part of our social media thing we've been putting up the frames basically the and i always blank the little sayings that they put at the beginning of each episode oh, of the clone wars yeah. i will the, help you brother they're called fortune cookies fortune cookies there you go I, I don't know why i have a hard time remembering that but beside the point but we put up the fortune cookies uh, an episode a day and we're no way near this episode but this fortune cookie popped up uh today as i was looking for something and i it just felt like the right way to end this episode um with with all that's going on i mean we're this is from the fifth season the 20th episode uh the wrong jedi and of course this is the episode where ahsoka's on trial and she ends up walking away from the order and everything um and this is the fortune cookie from that episode and it just fits what's going on right now and it's something we want to leave you with is never give up hope no matter how dark things seem yeah that's a great one things will get better there is a light on the other side of this tunnel we may not see it you may not feel it but it's there and we will all get through this together so don't give up hope. We love y'all. We're praying for y'all. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Remember, this is your place for elegant discussion for a more civilized age. If you'd like to share your thoughts, you can email us at show at starwarsreactions.com. For our show notes and the latest news from the Star Wars universe, visit our website at www.starwarsreactions.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWReactionsPod or on Facebook at Star Wars Reactions. If you enjoy our show, please leave a review on iTunes. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or by Lucasfilm Limited. It's intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at 
www.starwars.com. Star Wars. All names, sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and the respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Star Wars Reactions, unless otherwise indicated. Star Wars Reactions. Elegant discussion for a more civilized age. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.